100% behind Q. He's working for the president, he's working for our country. Alien Welcome, listeners, to the 19th chapter of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the JFK, JFK Jr., and Vincent Friggin' Fuchsia episode. We are your hosts, Jake Rokotansky, Travis View, Toots, and Julian Field. This week, we have a very special episode for you in more ways than one. First, we will be tackling the QAnon community belief that a man called... Is it Fusca or Fuchsia? I think it's Fusca. I think it's Fusca, so we'll continue oh, to call it... I like that it? you called it Fuchsia, though. It's yeah, adorable. Fuchsia. It's Vincent Fusca is actually JFK Jr., who didn't really die in a plane crash, and is now posting to 8chan as the mysterious Q. Then we'll touch on a second, somewhat related theory that the recently deceased George H.W. Bush, the CIA, and other members of the deep state conspired to murder JFK. If those topics aren't spicy enough for you, we have nabbed Matt Chrisman, host of the Chapo Trap House podcast, who will help us navigate these pressing issues by yelling so loud he'll clip the waveform. But before all that, some updates. First up, Harry D is actually just a person called Harry with a second name that starts with a letter D and not an incredible prankster who got us to say Harry D on the air. The result is that Harry D will be set on the air every week until the end of time. If you have any questions about why British people do this kind of thing, please don't write in. Uh, secondly, we'd just like to call out uh, Apollo the Cosmonaut in our Discord uh, community, um, although he, he was on Twitter hanging out with us before that, uh, for making the QAnon Anonymous magazine covers. So far, there are two. Collect them all. Yeah. Collect them all, honestly. They're based on... Um, Great Awakening right. mag- magazine cover. Which, that are just legends of design. and Which yeah. is kind of like the old Boy Scout magazine that you used to get, like Boy's Life, but it's, it's a little bit different. That sounds so wrong now. Boy's Life? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Times change, Julian. No more uh, Boys Life magazines for you. <laughs> so thank you so much, Apollo, and, and go check the, uh, those magazine covers out on Twitter or join us on Discord to check those out. The third piece of community news that is amazing is uh, that our friend uh, Repton um, has created a Q bot. This mm-hmm. bot was trained <laughs> on all uh, previous Q drops and can generate a Q drop on command. So if you come in to uh, into our Discord, there's a channel uh, called the uh, Q Ball Pit, and you can get in there with Q and uh, just have a good convo with him, her, they. It's magnificent. Yeah, instant Q drops. It's <laughs> just like the real thing. It's, it's incredible. It's. I mean, I've joked in the past on this podcast that Q is essentially a word salad generator, and now he can be. And we will be finding a way to sort of uh, filter that out into Twitter so that we can attract um, uh, more QAnon fruit yeah. flies. To we, uh, we are working on a on a deep state plot to have uh, bakers uh, try to bake the the crumbs that uh, our bot is assembling randomly. From, Which is probably not going to be all that different from the no. quote unquote real ones. No, no, no. The drops like are so legit. I, I I'm curious what they're trying to say. Um, yeah, and I think. If I'm not wrong, our names have been programmed in there like randomly too, <laughs> so that at times this bot will mention Julian, Jake, and Travis. That's amazing. Yeah. I love it. So thank you so much for that, uh, Repton, and and obviously just cheers to the community in general. You guys have been really fantastic. Yeah, it's like all it's it's all our favorite people in one place. Q and on news. You know, first up, we have a uh, disappointing D5. The uh, <laughs> Hey, we're not going to laugh as hard the second uh, time. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Every single time I talk about D5. 
Damn it. All right. So the QAnon community was expecting something to happen to uh, on December the 5th, uh, possibly uh, like mass arrest, maybe during the funeral of George H.W. Bush, which happened to be the same day or immediately afterwards. Mm. Uh, so the Q crew got really excited when they saw that a bus that was unloading people for the funeral had a paper uh, that said the, it had the, the letter D and the number five on it. And uh, but that was basically the height of the excitement. <laughs> That was that was yeah. it, and so it passed, and nothing. And so it's been rescheduled again. They're thinking maybe uh, something big will happen on December the thirteenth, with uh, which is the day the Huber testimony about the Clinton Foundation has been rescheduled, or possibly January first. Uh, uh, can we talk about December thirteenth? That's my birthday. I'm very excited. Oh, that, is it really that potentially Q could be um, sending all these deep state criminals to jail on? Well, yeah, that'd my be birthday. Awesome. Well, yeah, Huber will reveal that all the human trafficking that the Clinton Foundation has been yeah. doing. So, But yeah. I thought that something did happen during the funeral and that, like, notes were passed. Oh, yeah, yeah. there was the <laughs> envelopes. There was a whole, yeah. there was a whole I, theory that Jeb Bush was passing a note that just said, you're next. And right. uh, and that he started crying at his father's funeral because of that. That's why. Uh, I, I, of course, of course, <laughs> poured over the uh, the yeah. video clips. <laughs> Uh, looking for anything, and it's it's pretty funny actually because uh, Hillary sits down and she opens her you know her brochure, and it I'm it is pretty just sure it's like, not a brochure. Whatever it is, <laughs> it's a it's fucking a, funeral. It's a funeral <laughs> brochure. Yeah, that's what you hey, hand uh, out flyers. Hillary, would you like to? It's definitely not flyers either. <laughs> well, uh, I like it's... the idea that Hillary's looking at furniture. Okay, uh, would you call <laughs> would you call it a program? Um, yeah, I mean... A funeral program. No, there's... Yes, that's that'll work. Okay, so she opens her funeral program, and a little white envelope, like, slides out and drops into her lap. Like, it, they couldn't have choreographed it better if this was, like, a fucking Mission Impossible movie. Like, it falls into her lap, and she kind of looks at it quizzically, and then, like, opens it and reads it, and then, you know, makes a kind of... I don't know. I think her facial expression is probably up for interpretation, but uh, she doesn't seem happy about it, and then she she folds it back in. You know why? Because it's probably an advertisement. Like, that's the world we live in now. You open funeral <laughs> programs and an advertisement falls out. It's like, like 41st's casket? Please, head on down to Bob's Funeral Supply. It's literally just a, a, a twofer uh, McDonald's uh, coupon. <laughs> Yeah, there was some speculation that they were that that was subpoenas that they were that they were being served. Mm, of course, yes. But who has that kind of uh, foresight to to plant? I mean, uh, it just seems like a lot of work to go through just to be like, "We're coming for you." Yeah. Um, and why? Why I think you do you know it who has that in front of cameras at a globally televised funeral? This seems not, yeah. seems like not the appropriate venue. But well, I wonder what the notes were. Yeah. yeah. And we can all agree that Trump is capable of something this complex. So, but, uh, you know, not everyone really thought that December 5th was a flop. So uh, let's get the alternative perspective from uh, Jake here. Well, I just, <laughs> I, the funniest thing is <laughs> I, I, I go on I go on Twitter, of which is, you know, my only source of information nowadays. And um, uh -huh. I see so many people that are like, ha bust, like, this, like, what did you guys think was going to happen? And I'm... <laughs> Here's my thing. I, I, I take I take issue with everyone immediately writing this off as a bust. Yes, I'm sure that the most helpless QAnons were certain that the FBI would storm the funeral of George H.W. Bush, like the climax of some like Martin Scorsese film, some yeah. shit like that. But to me, 
like the big reveal was always going to be Huber reporting his findings on his investigation in the Clinton Foundation. So like obviously you can't testify in the midst of a funeral for like a great war hero president like George H.W. Bush. I, I would just like to call out anyone who is capable of looking our beautiful boy in the eyes and making fun of him for thinking something was going to happen that day. Stop picking on our big boy. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that I didn't. I'm not saying that I thought something was going to happen that day. I'm just saying that their feelings are hurt and people are picking on you. Well, I can come to school and talk to them if you want. Well, you're saying that this wasn't a representative belief. Yeah. Well, the the thing is, is everybody (laughs) thought D5 was going to be the big thing because that was the day that Huber was going to testify. Mm. It was. And then the the test, you know, the the testimony got pushed, obviously, because of the funeral. So it's like, oh, what a bust. But it's like. The, the you know my thing is like let's wait let's wait and actually okay. see this gotcha. Huber testimony and like before we start you know ragging yeah. on these people so true man uh, these people are are really tired of you ragging on them they called the suicide hotline twice this well, week and they would like you to stop Jake Travis and Julian do not condone any unhinged theory regarding faceless internet spying and fascistic fantasies Jake is only moderately red pilled and intends to use his platform for good but sometimes he just can't fucking help himself the previous <laughs> monologue is meant to be taken with seventy percent sarcasm and thirty percent dementia terms and conditions apply. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about uh, JFK Jr. and Vincent Fuchsia and the QAnon community. Wait, now you're switching to Fuchsia. He's... Fusca sounds like a shitty drink. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, like a shitty, seen... like, purple drink. Have you seen a, a, the, a <laughs> I... photo of the guy's face? He's not very... He seems like a <laughs> A fresh glass of Fusca. <laughs> he looks like someone used, uh, like, mascara to draw on, like, a Halloween face. Yeah, like, he, 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 he looks like someone drew on his beard. Yeah, he kind of looks like one of the, like, one of the, like, Jack Sparrow impersonators on, like, Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> totally. Like, just kind of, like, a totally. fake pirate. The idea that this guy, who's just a kind of, like, Trump supporter, um, just getting consistently harassed and just, like, having a huge fan base, but it's all based on them thinking that you're a dead guy. Um it just must be an interesting experience for that guy. I mean, he should start a Patreon or something. Yes, <laughs> at least dude, like make a little so, bit of cash. So rich if you knew that QAnon is a great group. Yeah, and just like leaned it. Like if people thought that I was the re, you know the long dead JFK Jr. and that I was yeah. like coming to like save them from their, you know, from their kind of <laughs> you know dwindling wages. Um, yeah, Vincent, Vincent, <laughs> fuck. I'd play, I'd play so, the shit out of it. Vincent fucks a lot. Get in touch. We'll help you set up a good grift. Okay. Hell yeah. So let's let's go a little bit about like what some people in the QAnon people uh, QAnon community believe. And let me be clear, this is not something not that everybody. Q has pushed. Oh, and it's not universal in the QAnon community. Has Q never talked about Fusca? Not not directly. In fact, in fact, we'll learn today that uh, that Q tried to push back against this theory and failed. <laughs> Uh, runaway train. Yeah, exactly. It's, it has no control over this. So, so, so basically, uh, here's what QAnon people, some QAnon people believe. The Mockingbird media would have you think that JFK Jr. died in a tragic plane crash in the Atlantic Ocean a few miles from Martha's Vineyard in 1999. But somehow, he did not. This is all fake. This is all ruse. He survived. And uh, JFK Jr. actually lived and assumed a secret identity. Mm. Uh, most typically, people think that uh, Vincent Fuchsia, or Fusca, a Pennsylvania Trump fan, is the real JFK Jr. Less commonly, they say that uh, JFK Jr. is a bald Secret Service agent who has been photographed yes. next to President Trump a few times. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. So some uh, QAnon people believe that JFK Jr. has returned from his fake death to team up with Donald Trump to take down the deep state together. Ultimate, like, superhero tag team. Right? Yeah, that's so it's cool. It's bipartisan, too. Yeah, so. <laughs> very yeah. much so. I have to say, though, like, when I see the, the faces of the people put ne- next to each other, like, I'm never... <laughs> 
it never really checks out. Yeah, like, the, the facial it's weird. They they don't even have like the similar facial features. Yeah, it's not like um Podesta and um uh, Chester Bennington when you put those two guys together. Yeah, or whatever you we'll tried do, to tell us on that Nazi episode. Yeah, we'll do an episode. We'll do a whole episode devoted to um Chester Bennington being uh John Podesta's uh, son. Disclaimer: We will not. <laughs> so they they really really like uh, JFK Jr. the QAnon community, and in fact, you often see this fake quote floating around, and you see uh, QAnon people falsely i'll be clear saying that Mm -hmm. uh jfk jr said this if my dear friend donald trump ever decided (laughs) (laughs) ever decided to sacrifice his fabulous billionaire lifestyle to become president he would be an unstoppable force for the for ultimate justice that democrats and republicans alike would celebrate yeah okay yeah so yeah there's so they, no, they really, really like that. It didn't happen, though, right? No, that, okay. This has never been said. They say it's like, sometimes they even say, oh, from George Magazine, 1999. Oh, never happened. yes, that's right. They think it's, okay, so George Magazine was the kind of fancy lab JFK Jr. magazine where he was like, I wear nice clothes. Like, yes. it, a bit like uh, today's GQ, but like more present. More, it was, it yeah, was, more Kennedy and wealth. Yeah, it was more like it was like lifestyle politics magazine. Yeah. It was like sexy politics. Oh yeah. yeah. Why don't we have any more of those? That's that could be nice well, in these times. Yeah, maybe they could dude, if it if 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 George magazine comes back, it's gonna come back as a QAnon pamphlet. <laughs> so so and so the evidence that uh, QAnon people present that Vincent uh, Fusca is the living JFK Jr. is always photographic. They just so just, just take a picture of JFK Jr. <laughs> and compare it to uh, a picture of Vincent Fusca and say, boom, they're the same guy. I mean, it's so that's, bad. That's that's it. That's the extent of the evidence they present. Is the image on the right an overlay? Because we're looking at some pictures here, uh, listener. There's an image on the right that looks like an overlay of both their faces. Yeah, it looks yes. terrifying. Yes, yes. That's like yeah. That's sort of oh, like. I- it, Oh, this isn't so bad. I mean, they look more alike than like maybe like me and JFK Jr., yeah. but it's not yeah. not really still. Yeah, no, there's no like, yeah, no. So and this is the point I really, really want. It doesn't even matter if they if he was a dead ringer, if he was like a, looked 100% like JFK Jr., yeah. because JFK Jr. is dead. He is a dead man. But I'm sure there's like lookalikes and shit. There are better people than Fusca. Right. Why, why Fusca? Just because it, it's people who are at home and they're looking at Trump rally photos. Yeah, right? exactly. So it has to be someone who walks into the frame in a Trump rally. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so this is, and I want to emphasize that what we actually know about the, the death of JFK Jr. Because I've gotten to long arguments with QAnon believers online, who are people this who are this is entirely your fault. Well, who are people who are insisting that JFK Jr. lives? And this caused me to research the circumstances of his death. Damn. So this is this is the only context in which this information is useful. So I want to explain it to yes. you today. So but it, it seems like the QAnon believers pull your strings. They do. They do. Yes. They, yeah. Oh, yeah. You were right. Uh, you said that I'm like in, in a BDSM relationship with QAnon. You nailed it. Um, so, uh, so here are the facts that matter. On July 16th, a Piper Saratoga aircraft piloted by JFK Jr. and carrying wife Carolyn Bassett and sister-in-law Lauren Bassett crashed into the Atlantic Ocean about seven and a half miles west of Martha's Vineyard. On July 20th, the salvage ship USNS Grasp identified the plane's fuselage on the seafloor. On July 21st, Navy divers recovered the bodies of JFK Jr. and the Bassett sisters. At uh, 7.15 p.m. that night, the remains were transported to Barnstable County Hospital in Bourne, Massachusetts where autopsies were conducted by Chief Medical Examiner Dr. Richard J. Evans and Dr. James uh, Weiner, which was completed by 11.15 p.m. Mm. After, after the autopsies were completed, the three bodies were taken to Duxbury, Massachusetts, where they were cremated in the Mayflower Cemetery Crematorium. 
On the morning of July 22nd, their ashes were scattered at sea from the Navy destroyer USS Briscoe off the coast of Martha's Vineyard. They, so, uh, they were like, go go back, be with the plane that killed you. So, <laughs> Jesus. It's uh, a good point, though. Why would you take the body out to then make yeah, him to ashes then put to it then back, put it back in? Oh, I guess you Just wanted to be the, with your plane that killed plane. you. James Weiner. That is probably Anthony Weiner's dad. Yo, come on. And it, this is a deep state plot. All it right. seems like it's con- connected to Huma Abedin. Ask yourself, coincidence? All right. There's more. So <laughs> a copy of JFK Jr.'s death certificate is easily accessible online. It was filed July 27th, 1999. Yeah. Death certificate says that uh, the informant who helped certify that JFK Jr. is dead is, is JFK Jr.'s sister, uh, Caroline. The certifying uh, physician on JFK Jr.'s death is uh, Richard J. Evans, who performed the autopsy. If only it were as easy to find Obama's birth certificate. Yeah. As it is to find JFK Jr.'s death, death certificate. Now, c- Think I mean, about theoretically, it. couldn't all this be faked, though? I mean, this if is, you're dealing with the big, arc- deep right. state, you know, I mean, couldn't one say, well, of course, if the whole government was involved, they could absolutely fake his death so, certificate. You don't think that they would fake it in a way that wouldn't require, like, a Navy diving team to go and recover the bodies and have it be such a public thing? Well, like, there has to be news footage of the bodies being carried out right yes and then he was identified by a family member you're gonna tell me that his sister went looked at the body and was like yes this is my brother's body i want him to be able to go in hiding so he can years from now help trump well i mean unless you know he you know the family knew that the deep state was sort of out to get them and so and so when here's where here's where (laughs) i find here's where i find uh the most the most damning evidence. So it says crashed into the Atlantic Ocean about seven and a half miles west of Martha's Vineyard. So you're telling me that the plane crashed, the two sisters died, JFK Jr. survives and somehow swims seven miles in open ocean back to land? I mean, that to me is the... He comes out of the water like uh, Schwarzenegger in Commando. With right. fucking He's like, ah, oh, they got me. He's like, right. he just has a tattoo, like anti-deep state task force that he got under the ocean between the time he crashed and swam back to shore. It's totally logical. Yeah. It makes sense. Also, the deep state is so good. They killed his father. They killed him. Like They, they did everything. They yeah. crashed the plane. Like They know what's going on. Like You can't survive that. I sometimes wonder what... Q non-believers think they're going to be able to do against the deep state. The deep state is pretty good from their accounts right. at murdering people in cold blood. And getting away with hiding it. Hiding them. Just, yeah. And hiding, yeah, they're hiding great. it for years and years and years. Yeah, what do they think that their their bag of Andy Capp's uh, hot fries and... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. They're going to destroy them all with memes. Yeah. This is the fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he's so, dead. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> but how did the idea that he was alive within within the QAnon community even get started? Right, so, right, right, uh, right, right. So, like I said, JFK, the, this theory wasn't pushed by Q. But uh, it caught on anyway, and really it started, innocently enough, with Q accusing Hillary Clinton of secretly murdering JFK Jr. in April 8th Q drop. Um, So in this drop, Q said this. POTUS and JFK Jr. relationship. Plane crash, 1999. HRC, Senate, 2000. The start. Enjoy the show. Q. So... A common interpretation of this Q drop is that JFK Jr. was interested in running for a uh, uh, U.S. senator in New York, mm. but uh, but Hillary wanted the Senate seat. So she somehow 
killed JFK Jr. in that 1998 plane crash, so he couldn't run. And this incensed Donald Trump, who had a close relationship with JFK Jr., which is how the plan to take down Hillary and the evil cabal got started in the first place. Right. Instead of going to the police and being like, hey, man, I, I, I think that, you know, I think that they had a part in, the, in her plane crash. You guys should look into that. He waited 30 years. <laughs> he waited. He ran an and he put millions and millions into a presidential campaign. He faced 15 of the toughest GOP candidates. He won. Then he won the primary all for revenge. I think what what's great about these people and and the fact that they're brains have been mutilated by uh, action movies and, and, and just the ambient fascism is that they basically think this guy was in a montage for 30 years doing fucking push-ups Tight. and just like getting ready. I kind of think that too. Well, it's like... <laughs> but then he's so fucking old. Like, yeah. why would he wait right. until he's decrepit to yeah. like finally be like, well, I guess I'll wander out to a uh, uh, a Trump convention and just just be seen in public yeah. for no reason. He's like, when I've, when I've drunk my 15,043 can of Diet Coke. I will be ready. <laughs> He's like, I will. I'm gonna use a sharpie to draw on a beard, and I'm gonna wear probably the worst fedora ever made. And they'll never know. It was a, a once a handsome man who had a fashion magazine. But uh, there was a more colorful interpretation that dropped that. Hillary only attempted to kill JFK Jr., mm. and that he actually escaped death and has been living away from the public lie this entire time. Fuel was added to this theory by a June 23rd post by a mysterious 8chan Q researcher non who called themselves R. Uh, so, uh, so this particular post uh, featured a, a black-and-white photograph of Donald Trump and JFK Jr., and here's what it says. In 1909, we lost everything. My father caught on. First to the Bilderbergs, then he caught on the NASA. What? <laughs> yeah, it's just bad writing. This or? post is a mess. Okay. He demanded to know who the Greys were and why they were here. <laughs> the aliens? They killed him. <laughs> is this a Q drop? I strategically staged this my is... own death, allied with the one person <laughs> in this world whom I knew was honorable enough to trust, and we began to build the plan. Penance is coming. Regardless of what you think, you are not yet awake. You do not know how deep this goes. If you knew, you could not sleep. Many of you could never go on. You need each other. You need every one of you. Learn to play nice with each other or be left behind. If one stumbles, pick them up. If one asks a question, wait, is this like a, a give them the this is like a it's fuck, like rules for children. Yeah, this is like at a, at a daycare. Um, if you knew you could not sleep instead of if you knew you would not be able to sleep. Yeah. Um, if one asks a question, give them the answer. <laughs> that is how we grow. Oh, my God. There's no more room in the plan for arrogance and self-importance. This is fucking Tony Robbins. If you turn one away, you've hurt the plan. <laughs> if you hurt the plan. You'll be left behind. <laughs> we are watching. We see it all. There are no secrets. You would never believe the files kept on every one of you. For that matter, you'd never believe where they are kept. It's in your ass. <laughs> in a drawer. It's in a drawer in your ass. <laughs> Prepare for the next phase. Prepare each other. You are one. And where we go one, we go all. Are. Yeah, so this is from 
are just a oh, completely separate poster. Yeah, but they went for a while. That was this. a thing. Yeah, they thought that they thought that maybe this person, the R, was actually JFK Jr. Or R was saying that actually Q was JFK Jr., the living JFK Jr. Mm-hmm. I want to let one QAnon believer and frequent contributor to Q Research on HN, Kelly Ann Hub News, describe her reaction to seeing this post. And this particular video comes from an August 15th uh, YouTube video of hers. Video one. Okay, so that was the post. So here we are on 8chan, the main Q research thread, and we see this posted on June 23rd. And we just froze. At least I did. Who's we? Oh my gosh. This is her husband. Her and her Tupperware club. And there was just this sense. And there was a lot of us who felt this. And of course, then someone immediately made. The side thread, the R thread. Yes, they were very, very excited. They made a new Damn. thread for R just to do some digging into who R is and what R is saying. And they but were doing some it, decodes on the R post. Well, but it, So then Q came back. He was gels. He was like, you used to give me all the attention. And then R had to kind of just peace out or... Because he doesn't... R is not a thing anymore, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. R petered out. Is like this is yeah. this might is possibly the only uh, sort of R post that that there is. So like around this time, you know, there's some uh, excitement that possibly not only JFK Jr. lives and possibly this R character confirmed it is also possibly Vincent uh, Fusca. This this Trump mm. super fan who appears at a bunch of rallies. Yeah. And really, he is just Vincent Fusca is just a guy, and he 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 actually has been in the press a little bit way before all this QAnon stuff yeah. happened. In 2016, before the election, uh, there was an interview with him about his 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 car, the Trump mobile, he called it, because it had like it was decorated with a big old Trump sticker, and it had a bunch of stars. And mm. he, there, I want to show you a video where he's he's talking about uh, his Trump mobile and the people's reactions to it. So they're all these people are all just one step away from being Caesar Sayoc, basically. Uh, well, it's like uh, they're just uh, they, they don't know what windows on cars are used for. Well, yeah. And eventually there's no light coming in and they go even fucking crazier. Right. <laughs> it's like a it's like an it literally is an oven. They make little ovens out of their vans and then they fucking bake their brain into oblivion. <laughs> when Mr. Trump announced that he was going to run for president, I came up with the idea to do something like this. I said, well, the Pope is the Pope mobile, so Mr. Trump should have the Trump mobile. Except the Pope actually rides in it. I was searching for the right vehicle. It had to be the right look, the right year, the right color. I literally went to uh, to an auction with somebody to look for something like that. I love and this guy. When I found it, the picture developed in my head. <laughs> How did he have enough money to just buy the a giant van? Well, because he's JFK Jr., clearly. 75% yeah. great. <laughs> And at about 20 to 25 percent, you know, I'm not going to give you the derogatory sign. It's been negative. (laughs) Everything came out of pocket. The support for Mr. Trump campaign. We're going to see him as our next president. Wow, dude. That guy guy single-handedly crowned our god emperor, Trumpo. Uh, so, he's fucking charming, dude. He looks like yeah. everyone's funny, like Italian neighbor that you yeah. like to borrow uh, stuff to wash your car from or yeah. something. He's like, uh, come in for a second. I yeah. was just about to water the cat. And you find out years later that he's in debt, <laughs> like horrifyingly in debt. Yeah, he just disappears one day, and you're like, what happened to Mr. Fusca who lived next door? They're like, oh yeah, he. He hadn't paid his rent for oh, about four and a half years. He does. I mean, he has the look of like a, a kind of a 
like a shut-in weird uncle. Like just the kind of long yeah. hair. The yeah. be- it, it doesn't look like he's just has a beard. It looks like he just hasn't shaven in a while. Like it looks like he's let himself go in a weird way. And he's got the hat, usually a black cap or some sort of horrifying fedora. Yeah. And he lets his hair. His hair looks a bit like the. The main guy in uh, in uh, Kingpin, the the, the uh, Amish guy, <laughs> just yeah. a fucking. Now, if he is JFK Jr., uh, why would he draw such attention to? It? If he's been hiding from the deep state for you know thirty years, yeah. I mean, or, why, why would he not be twenty years? Did he literally right. go thirty years? He's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna study how to sound a little bit Italian and kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yes, I'm a wasp. Uh, yeah, I'm a New England wasp. But uh, this this time I'm gonna be uh, Italian. Oh my God! He's like living the part. He's been living. He, he basically ate DiGiorno for thirty years and just only goes to Olive Garden, uh, and that's what made him look that way too. Yeah, and at the end, he's like, he's like, hey, you mind if I uh, make a couple of uh, breadstick breadstick containers to go? And they're like, uh, no, sir, that that's not the policy here. And he's like, come on. <laughs> he's like, have you seen my Trump mobile parked outside? They're like, ooh, okay, yes, no, give him the breadsticks, give yeah, him the breadsticks, give, give him the breadsticks. Give him the breadsticks. <laughs> Um, okay, he seems pretty, I mean, inoffensive, other than, like, clearly being a little off-kilter, but... Right, so, yeah, so he's... Who am I to judge? That's right, it's, it's, he seems like a like a normal dude, clearly not JFK Jr., but they glommed onto yeah. this theory anyway that Vincent Fusca, this su- Trump superfan who pops up at a mm-hmm. bunch of rallies, is really... The, this, to me, this, to me, is on level, like, it's a similar assault on reality to the idea that Hillary Clinton had already been arrested and had ankle yeah. uh, bracelets yeah. and shit. It's just like shit where it's like so absurdly opposed to reality that it was. Y- you just have to go all in. But like, have you? I wonder if like if the majority of the QAnon community has like seen this video because I think you can safely say after watching that video that this guy is not JFK Jr. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, think man. they have. They don't think they 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 actually do any research to disconfirm their beliefs. They yeah. do research to confirm their. But beliefs. they're gonna say, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now what they're gonna say. They're gonna say, okay, why did the media cover this guy? Why did he have the money to buy such a beautiful van? The media covered him early in the in the campaign. He looked like an everyman. Yes, he wanted to do that right. early so that he wouldn't be found out later when he was interfering. It's like there's I can right. do it for you if you want me okay. to. Okay, <laughs> I like quite like that. Yeah, Jake is like, oh god, I'm hard for the first time in years. And uh, Travis is looking at me like, are you part of my poly relationship with QAnon? <laughs> Thing is, it was interesting is that Q actually seemed to disconfirm the validity of R in a uh, July 25th Q drop. This Anon asks, need clarification in order to prevent movement split. Is R real or fake? And then Q responds, there is only one Q. Q. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is kind of a, this is kind of a, a, a non-committal answer. He's yeah. not, he's not saying that R doesn't exist. He's just saying that there's only one Q. I interpret it to mean that it's like, it's like I'm the only sort of valid source of information. Right. I'm R, the only R, Intel is, guy. R is nothing. Yeah. But that, that did nothing. And it's like this, this belief spread. There is a, uh, like I said, that the Kellyanne Hub uh, news YouTuber made it like a 60 hour uh, multi-part series about how JFK Jr. lives. It is nuts. Ah, uh, man, you know what I just realized? The patience that people have with these long-ass YouTube videos, specifically around these topics, and the fact that they're of that age, these are people who are used to the rhythms of daytime television. Yeah. They have the patience. Yeah. The patience yeah, the, to just to, sit. Good point. 
Those were like three hours long, those morning yeah. shows. So Yeah, I think we built the way, man. Like it's only one step from like this toothbrush will amaze you to uh Hillary eats children. Yeah. The uh Q community, they love Vincent Fusca. They like at rallies, oh, they'll go they'll go and they'll take photographs with him. Yeah. They'll they'll big old smiles. They love posting that on social media. Oh, yeah. I actually met Vincent Fusca. He's so stoked. Yeah. And here it says that they think that Vincent means to conquer. Yes. And Fusca means the dark, which I'm yes. gonna go ahead and say I don't know what language you might be claiming that's in, but it isn't. I, it, 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 it's not. Do you guys think that Vincent Fusca knows that he's JFK Jr.? I, 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 I don't know. He is uh, he's become a little bit more press shy, so I don't think he's addressed this issue in depth. Like, because there's got to be some like crazy Q supporter that has come up to him at a rally and be like, hey, man, I know the truth. Like, God could go and like, I'm yeah, sorry about like, what they did to your dad. Like, don't worry. Like, we're going to win, man. Darkness to light. You know, like, and then he's like, <laughs> okay. Like, I, like how do yeah. you react to that? You know, no, I yeah. think after a while he got confused. He seemed to just be a guy who wanted to be excited about Trump. He doesn't want any uh, of this kind of nightmarish complexity that they're trying to tack onto it. So, yeah, I even uh, I even found one instance of this is... someone dressed their child yeah. as Vincent Fusca for Halloween. And this child ha- oh can't, be, can't be older than uh, than uh, like two or three. Child, they look like, child, child looks uh, a little confused. Look, and they look like, it looks like a hobo costume. Yeah, he's like Charlie it does. Chaplin. Yeah. It's, it's like a Charlie up, Chaplin That's the costume. problem with Fusca is like he kind of dresses like a well-dressed hobo and I mean, no, no offense, and we're not, you know, making fun of the homeless, but in this case, this child actually looks like they've just been eating shit. Yeah, like they're just right. the entire bottom of their visage is dark and brown. Yeah, it's not but, good. Yeah, um, I wonder what the parents said. They were like, "You're gonna, you, we're dressing you up this year as Vincent Fusca, who's really JFK Jr. Oh my who was God. killed by Hillary Clinton." To make matters even worse, there is there is a uh, Twitter account. On uh, that really, really promotes this sort of idea. It is called the Real R Anon. It has over thirty thousand followers, and it go, also goes by the handle Vincent Fusca twenty twenty four. So this is someone on Twitter who pretends to be Vincent Fusca, who people think is JFK Jr. Oh my god! Oh boy! But they actually think that's a Fusca account. Yes. Okay. Yes. They actually. So, so I mean, to be fair, they think we're a QAnon right account. So yeah. So this is what the bio of Vincent Fusca, twenty twenty four, the real Aranon says. Oh boy. Clowns, clowns, clowns. <laughs> Time for a change, Patriots. Stay tuned. Hashtag MAGA. Hashtag QAnon. Hashtag JFK. Clowns, clowns, clowns. Hashtag where we go one. Every we time go I try on. to go to sleep, I see them try to kill me in my mind. <laughs> the tweets from the real Aranon, Vincent Fusca, twenty twenty four, are very Q like. Uh, so, uh, so here's one from uh, December the second. Hashtag Q is trying to help you understand why we carry on as if nothing is happening. Theme of the day: quote When your enemy feels in control, dot 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 dot, it gets easier and easier. Back home to mommy. Hashtag sheriff. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Wow. And the thing is, is that this, this reads like an adult baby cosplay. Yeah, I can't imagine this is this is a real human behind this. I have I have to yeah. assume it is an artificial intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> I have to assume. I mean, yeah, come on. So in fact, so a lot of QAnon believers on Twitter, they address the real Arnon as if he is actually Vincent Fusca slash JFK oh, Jr. Oh yeah. So on November twenty fifth, which was JFK Jr.'s birthday. A bunch of people wished the real Aranon a happy birthday. <laughs> That's awesome. I 
love that we live in this world. Yeah. So here, here's one example from one uh, Danielle Asher, November 25th. And Danielle says, yes, indeed. Happy birthday, John John. We love you more <laughs> than you may realize. Stay safe and blessed, my dear. XOXOX. There were a ton of these tweets. This is just an example. Honestly, I haven't seen an alliance between the right and uh, Kennedy this strong since Arnold yes. Schwarzenegger married one. Yes. Yeah. So we are going to move on to the overview of the QAnon version of the JFK murder. JFK, the original John John. The QAnon community loves JFK. They see him as an ancestral champion to the ever-vigilant Donald who fights every day against the entrenched, <laughs> corrupt deep state. This is why they posit JFK was eliminated on that fateful November afternoon on Dealey Plaza, shot because he fought too hard, and somehow wasn't part of the elite they hate so much. Never mind that he comes from a family of wealthy Boston socialites. Never mind that he doesn't quite align with Donald politically. Who cares? We love him. In fact, here in the QAnon community, we celebrate JFK regularly. And our love for the former president is generously spurred on by Q. In a November 6, 2017 Q drop, Q asks, How are JFK, Reagan, and Trump different from the rest? Why did JFK surround himself with family? Much like POTUS. The implication here is that JFK, Reagan, and Trump all challenged the CIA, all had their own independent wealth, and all were from families that were not in a political dynasty. And that JFK and Trump both surrounded themselves with family because those are the only people you can trust. Q actually said that Reagan and JFK were mistakes by the deep state in this October 31st, 2017 Q drop. They never thought they were going to lose control of the presidency, not just D's. And thought they had control since making past mistakes. JFK, Reagan. So they're implying that the mistakes was allowing them to accede to, uh, to power, right? Yes, yes. Okay. They got elected despite the deep state's yeah, yeah. best efforts. Right, right, right. Q also implied that JFK was killed by the deep state in this December 14, 2017 Q drop, in which he says, The fix has always been in. No matter which party won the election, JFK killed Reagan shot <laughs> it's so funny it's so funny though because he's like he was killed the other guy was shot, shot. but they're killed. both they were both shot yeah the QAnon version of the jfk assassination is always murky and vague but it does always seem to involve george hw bush our favorite uh recently deceased daddy for example here's a tweet from make usa great zero one uh from november 21 2017 less than a month after the first q drop Three questions, same answer. <laughs> Why? 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 Why are you like a cigar smoking 12 year old in a baseball dugout? <laughs> Three questions. <laughs> See if I can make it through it. Same answer. One, who worked for the CIA in 1963? Two, who was in Dallas the day that JFK was killed? Number three, who ran the CIA before he became president? Answered George Bush Sr. <laughs> he didn't trust that you'd be smart enough. He was like, I got to make that. I got to connect these dots myself. Hashtag QAnon. Hashtag follow the white rabbit. Hashtag the storm. Hashtag MAGA. Okay, you went full old Jewish lady towards the end there. 
This is basically saying, yes, the CIA ran it. And not only that, George Bush was involved. And then later he became president. Years later. Again, everyone involved is very patient. Like the deep state is incredibly patient. They yeah, always like, yeah. they get the power that they just killed somebody for like 17 years later or yeah. some shit. I'm yeah, going to go ahead and say there's no human being on earth that has that patience. Nobody. No one. No one has patience. I had that patience waiting for Daisy to come out on Xbox. Yeah. And I had that patience with you trying to get me to play that game. So Fair. Uh, here's a more recent tweet from December 5th that claims that Bush didn't give a straight answer about where he was when JFK was assassinated. <laughs> I love the idea that like, sir, where were you when JFK was assassinated? And he's just like, ah, I, uh, hmm, what, uh, what day was that again? What, can you give me the date? Okay, so this guy tweets, Bush Sr. has always maintained that he couldn't remember where he was when JFK was assassinated. Guys sound like fucking um, uh, Sebastian Gorka. Yeah. Stop that right now. No, he's more British. Yeah. Uh, JFK was assassinated even though he himself, uh, meaning George Bush, called the FBI at 1.45 p.m. with a tip that a man with mental illness history did it. Parentheses. <laughs> JFK was shot at 12.30 p.m. I mean. And then, a, and then a thinking about it emoji. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean. I don't even know what to say about this. Uh, I actually, this is, I might have to go ahead and say that this is the most believable of all the claims so far. I do not think it's totally out of the question that the CIA or elements within the CIA who were actively working with like Cuban nationals at the time, there was all kinds of shit going on. Russian, uh, Russian, the Russians were involved too. Like that was a turbulent period in history. I don't think it's completely crazy to see Hey, maybe the CIA either turned a blind eye or, you know, I don't know. Right. They 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 allowed it to happen. But, uh, but the knew. CIA does have a history of doing shit like this. Yeah. They've never murdered a president, but that might be the one time where they did and then just kind of went, wow, we'll, we'll not do this again because this was... Yeah, this, this was, was pretty bad. This was actually kind of bad, guys. This was pretty bad. We didn't... Um, uh, a lot of people, kids got sent home from school. Yeah. This is, we we won't, we'll never do this again to anyone except uh, this guy, Jake Rokitansky, which we're going to find in <laughs> Garrett. Just two fucking little like the two little laser sight because you see it on my forehead. Yep. Um, okay. So you yeah. so Jake got access to this document. Usually he doesn't, but he hacked our system and now he's put some stuff in, which again, surprising and awesome. Yeah. Now, long before Q, <laughs> uh, many pre-QAnons uh, or uh, guys with access to libraries <laughs> have maintained, <Micro-fiches>. <laughs> yeah, have maintained yeah. that George H.W. Bush played a role in Kennedy's assassination mm. or at the very least knew more than he admitted. Now that he's fucking dead with zero bedside confession, it was up to me to sort out the shit. <laughs> yeah. There, so there are a couple Q drops in particular that caught my eye. Uh, the first one <clears throat> is from October 31st, Halloween of 2017. And it reads, There are more good people than bad. <laughs> <laughs> the next line makes this so much funnier even. The wizards and <laughs> Wizards and warlocks. The wizards and warlocks. Inside term. He notes so, that it's an inside term. That that's a, yeah, a that's, an intel. Yeah, but I'm gonna go ahead and say that like I think Q's a guy just based on this because you're not gonna mention witches. Yeah. Come on, man. Right. There's wizards a, and warlocks. No witches. Man, f- fight the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. The wizards and warlocks. Inside term. <laughs> will not allow another satanic evil piece of shit uh, POS control our country. Realize Soros, Clintons, Obama, Putin, 
etc. are all controlled by three families. Parentheses. The fourth was removed post-Trump's victory. 11-3. Podesta indicted. He wasn't? 11. They're saying Tony Podesta was indicted here. Was he? Yes. Oh, I No, I don't know. I, nope. I have no idea. No. Nope. Uh, but nobody's heard from Tony Podesta, and and his mm-hmm. company has dis- has folded. I will. Podesta add. was not indicted on eleven three. Please don't listen to Jake. Eleven six. Huma indicted. Also didn't happen. Manafort was placed into Trump's camp as well as others. The corruption that will come out is so serious that deals must be cut for people to walk away. Otherwise, seventy <laughs> percent of elected politicians would be in jail. You are already seeing it begin. A deep cleaning is occurring, and the prevention and defense of pure evil is occurring on a daily basis. They never thought they were going to lose control of the presidency. Uh, so grammatically here, he has just said that they are defending pure evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, awkward. And they thought they had control since <laughs> making past mistakes, JFK Reagan. Then he writes, Godspeed, Patriots. No, he writes, good speed, oh, Patriots. Oh, good speed, Patriots. P.S. Soros <laughs> is targeted. <laughs> He's like, P.S. Yeah, P.S. I don't like Jews. <laughs> P.S. Don't worry. Don't worry. The Jews are in the crosshairs. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't touch on any Jews. Okay. Uh, Soros. <laughs> Throw in some red Okay, so, so Q's talking about these three families that control Soros, Clintons, Obama, Putin, etc. First of all, etc., Right, right. <laughs> Who else is there? Right. Well, I mean, he wants to give like space for whatever you think. My uncle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I well, knew yeah. It. Yeah, your family member you hate is always the fourth. God damn it! I knew, I knew there was a reason. <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a very, very long limb here and say and try to do my own decode, which is uh, where he says removed after Trump's victory. I'm guessing are the Bushes. The Bush family obviously yeah. was notoriously powerful. Prescott Bush, H.W.'s mm. father was a director and shareholder of companies that directly profited from financial backers of Nazi Germany. Yeah. In fact, there was a 2004 Guardian article that indeed verified the link between Prescott Bush and the Nazis. Mm-hmm. The, the article headline is, How Bush's Grandfather Helped Hitler's Rise to Power. Mm. Not so subtle. Uh, rumors of Disclaimer, a li- everything that Jake is reading now is probably real. Uh, rumors of a link between the U.S. First Family and the Nazi war machine have circulated for decades. Now the Guardian can reveal how repercussions of events that culminated in action under the Trading with the Enemy Act are still being felt by today's president. Um, Okay, so this sort of ties in with Q's assertion that Nazi Germany had infiltrated American government as Prescott Bush went on to become a senator and uh, see our episode on Nazis because we actually go into some of this a little Mm -hmm. bit. Um, However, recently with Jeb's campaign loudly farting itself into oblivion (laughs) and George W. sent out to graze in the same field as Jimmy Carter, who, by the way, I can't believe is still alive. Well, a peanut a day keeps the doctors away. You know who else I can't believe is still alive? Another revelation from the Bush funeral is Bob Dole. Uh, Yeah, I thought both of those guys were dead for sure. Um, (laughs) It seemed that the, uh, the mighty power the Bush family once wielded was now gone. No one cared. <laughs> w was like your uncle who got sent to the loony bin, finally started taking his meds and became lovable again. And H.W. was grabbing ass in his wheelchair and no one really gave a fuck, especially him. Yeah, that uh, was his specialty, a little pinch. When I, when I went to research online, I was immediately reminded that Donald Trump had declassified hundreds of docs on the JFK assassination, which seems like a lifetime ago, honestly, after all the shit that came. Remember that? I do remember. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. It was before we knew. Um... Now, this actually plays into a fairly interesting narrative if Trump indeed is working alongside JFK Jr. to bring justice to his father's (laughs) murderers. 
Uh, one document in particular caught my interest. It was published by USA Today shortly after the D-class of the JFK documents. And um, the headline was, uh, Russian-born oilman, a real international man of mystery, a vivid presence in the JFK files. So this article centers around a guy named George de Morenschild, who was, quote, <laughs> uh, the uncle of President George W. Bush, Bush's prep school roommate, a friend of First Lady Jacqueline Kennedy's parents, an associate of Oswald, and a notorious womanizer and born vivant who was rejected by the wartime Office of Strategic Services for alleged Nazi sympathies. In December 1963, he surfaced in Haiti to tell CIA operatives that he knew Oswald Kennedy's assassin. So because of his association with Oswald, DeMornschild had to testify in front of the Warren Commission and apparently was the longest testimony of any witness. Uh, and at some point afterwards, he wrote this letter to George H.W. Bush in the hopes that Bush might help him clear his name. And he writes, you will excuse this handwritten letter. Maybe you'll be able to bring a solution to the hopeless situation I find myself in. My wife and I find ourselves surrounded by some vigilantes. Our phone bugged. And we were being followed everywhere. Either FBI is involved in this or they do not want to accept my complaints. <laughs> we are driven to insanity by this situation. I have been behaving like a damn fool ever since my daughter Nadia died from cystic fibrosis over three years ago. Oh, God. I tried to write, stupidly and unsuccessfully, about Lee H. Oswald and must have angered a lot of people. I do not know. But to punish an elderly man like myself and my highly nervous and sick wife is really too much. Could you do something to remove the net around us? This will be my last request for help, and I will not annoy you anymore. Good luck in your important job. Thank you so much. This is amazing. This reads like uh, a document you would find in a video game, you know, that I like, know, tries right. to give you background. Right. This is this World is legit. I, I triple checked all my shit on this. This is like this is the actual letter that he wrote. It, it is in the the uh, it's scanned into the government archives. I love it. Uh, so before Bush responded, the CIA uh, went and searched their database for any mention of Demorenshield. And uh, it, it turns out that uh, Demorenshield had been on the CIA's radar for quite some time. Uh, quote, after he returned from working in communist Yugoslavia. Uh, but his name came up again when a librarian who ran some sort of like book club in Dallas told the CIA that she remembered both he and Lee Harvey Oswald had attended a study group at the on the USSR because the librarian who worked at wherever they held this like study group yeah. blew the whistle on him after the assassination. Fucking so, narc. So Jay Walton Moore, who was a CIA agent assigned to look into uh, DeMorenschild, wrote, he makes a good appearance. He reputedly has an eye for the ladies, and I understand his interest does not go unreciprocated. <laughs> he leads a somewhat unconventional life, plays tennis at 5 o'clock in the morning. He is rather outspoken, has a keen interest in international affairs and in social justice. By local conservative standards, Moore wrote, he would be considered a liberal. <laughs> Lol, some things never change. <laughs> Moore also spoke of a previous relationship DeMorin Schilt had with the Kennedys. Uh, quote, has been acquainted with First Lady Jacqueline Kennedy's father, John Bovier, and mother, Mrs. Hugh Ochenkloss, sure. uh, since Mrs. Kennedy was a girl. On November 9th, 1976, John had Mornschild committed to a mental institution in Texas for three months and listed in a notarized affidavit four previous suicide attempts while he was in the Dallas area. In the affidavit, she stated that Mornschild suffered from depression, heard voices, saw visions, and believed that the CIA and the Jewish mafia were persecuting him. Yes. So he kind of sounds like your he classic like Q. QAnon believer. Yeah. Yes. 
So you have this Russian oil man who was accused of being sympathetic to Nazi Germany, a family friend of both the Kennedys and the Bushes, Lee Harvey Oswald, and his Russian-born wife, Marina Oswald. I mean, it feels like a fucking walks-into-a-bar joke, but sadly, in this case, the punchline is that DeMorenschild killed himself only a year after writing to George H.W. Bush for help. A few weeks after his suicide, Jean de Mornschild gave the House Select Committee on Assassinations a print of a photograph showing Lee Harvey Oswald standing in his Dallas backyard holding two newspapers and a rifle and with a pistol on his hip, a photograph taken by Oswald's wife, Marina. On the back was written, and this is interesting, Julian, to my friend George from Lee Oswald and the date, uh, 5463, along with the words, copyright J-O-D-M and a Russian phrase translated at Hunter of Fascists. Ha ha ha. This was the most direct link to Oswald that I could find between George H.W. Bush yeah. and the assassin. It's, it's interesting. Who, who did work for the CIA. I mean, um, you know, Oswald did work in Cuba. Uh, he was yeah. working for the CIA in Cuba as like a, op- I, I can't remember what his job was, whether he was an informant or an operative or something yeah. like that. And then they tried to paint him as like a total lone wolf. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. So there's definitely shady shit. I think there's a lot that um, that the CIA could could kind of and, and, <laughs> illuminate us right. with, I think, about that period of time well, in history. I don't know if I have any strong theories of like, oh, this for sure or that for sure, but I mean, you can, a lot of fishy shit. You can inco- you can interpret it a couple different ways too, because like this guy, you know, came under fire. Like he felt like the FBI was still surveilling him, and it was almost like he's like reaching out to his handler, being like, "Hey, Bush, like, do you think that you can like get this off right. me?" But in the same sense, it also could be, oh, they knew each other because they had some family friends in common, and he knew Bush was in a, a place of power that he might be able to make this stop. So, I mean, you could really go either way based on the information that's there. I love it. Uh, I like uh, Jake's segments because then I get confused and angry and frustrated <laughs> and I challenge yeah, you. Makes yeah. you feel all the things. But I learned too. We learned something we at learned, the end of all those emotions. You know, and maybe Antifa was the friends we made along the way. Mm. All right. Uh, today we have a very special guest, Matt Chrisman, co-host of the only socialist podcast currently available, Chapo Trap House. Matt, we love your work. Welcome to QAnon Anonymous. Uh, thank you guys for having me. So, you know, as threatened, uh, we're having you on to clear up a few things regarding JFK, his son, the death of George H.W. Bush, and the deep state. Uh, I know just from uh, listening to some of your other stuff that you're a fan of all of those things. <laughs> yes, they were all rule. <laughs> In the flat information world, they're all also all equivalent. You know, you were brought up by two history books and raised on a diet of civil war gruel in a red state. How does it feel now? Are you comfortable as a coastal elite in a living in a derelict IPA factory in Bushwick? That was always the dream, and it's finally here, so couldn't be happier about it. And, and now it sounds like you've also somewhat fixed uh, the tin can problem uh, uh, that, that I guess that was your voice, right? Like you just had some surgery? <laughs> yes, that was... <laughs> Took care of it. Amazing. Uh, but what is your background like, jokes aside? Like, where did you grow up, and and how have your origins informed your politics? I'm from Wisconsin, uh, the town for making a murderer specifically. Wow. Uh, right. Not a lot of politics in my background, really. It just sort of, over the years, found it to be the most interesting thing. I guess I don't know. It's really that's there's really no uh, super villain origin story that I can really pinpoint. But you do have um, a specific interest in the Civil War, right? Was that your your first rabbit hole? Oh yeah, yeah. I was a Civil War nerd in, in junior high school, and that powered me kind of through my school years. And it did by by kind of obsessing about it. I it gave me a 
framework for politics where slavery i figured was pretty bad (laughs) and so good good uh the people it, it gave me a shorthand for when i was trying to evaluate current politics and it seemed like anybody who had a lot of good things to say about the country and the or the insurgency that was initiated to defend slavery is probably pretty bad too yeah that makes sense i mean let's talk a bit about the older conspiracy surrounding the assassination of jfk uh, like, what do you think happened there? Obviously, every time I look into it, I just get more confused. But do you think it's credible to connect the handsomest president's death to George H.W. Bush and the CIA? Well, it's been said a number of times, but it's true that the one man in America who was of conscious age on the day of the Kennedy assassination who doesn't know where he was that day is George H.W. Bush. <laughs> he famously was unable to recall what he did that day when asked later uh, but records indicate that he was, in fact, in Dallas, which is absolutely nuts because like we we all re- like I remember where I was during 9-11. I'm sure Julian does, Matt. I'm sure you mm-hmm. do as well. Like I yeah. during big, big major events like that. I mean, it's pretty frozen in time. So for I mean, maybe his brain had I, I already can, I, just started like, you know, turning into a crustacean at that point And, he, you know, I think he was uh, I, I think he remembers very well. It's just embarrassing to say that you were basically the footstool that um, uh, that he w- that the, the killer was standing on in the repository <laughs> to make sure he could reach the window. <laughs> um, so at the time, I mean, he was the head of the CIA, right? No, not at that point. There is a theory that he because he was a, still an oil man at that. He was a, a, a sort of a wildcatter. It was basically a hobby because he came from incredible patrician wealth obviously right right but he wanted to strike out on his own and he did that by going to going to the oil fields of texas so he was uh uh publicly anyway a a private oil man but there are people who claim that his company had connections to the cia and was involved in things like logistics for the bay of pigs and whatnot but uh, i haven't looked into it closely enough to confirm or deny any of that Right. There's yeah, you'll you'll see in the other part of the episode, we did we did some digging and found that there's another there's a Russian oil man uh, of, of all nationalities that uh, he and his family were connected to, who was a close associate of Oswald. But George DeMorenschild. Yes, my friend. <laughs> of course, you know him. Of course. Well, because when I Google like H.W. Bush, like JFK assassination, like yeah. conspiracy, like the first thing that came up was the letter that he wrote that you he can, wrote. Yeah, Bush. You can only reach Jake's level of knowledge by uh, Googling and I'm reading like, the first five results. Yeah, I'm like three. I'm I'm like basically all the people that we make fun of. Like I'm, I'm like a three <laughs> to four link in like type of guy. Like if I have to go to the yeah. second page, like forget about You're it. You're also just a three to four just like on a snack <laughs> yeah, scale. Yeah, three to four just on a life on a life scale. I have to go to my shitty day job. So wait, after this. what do you, what do you know about uh DeMorenschild? I know that he was he kind of took Oswald under his wing when he lived in Dallas and he was in that white Russian emigre circle and he was an oil speculator and that he has connections to uh intelligence circles right. and that he blew his brains out in his garage. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, Bill O'Reilly was outside his door. Oh, Wait, no shit. Excuse me? Really? Well, that's how O'Reilly puts it. I believe he was uh, <laughs> lying about that. Uh, he was on the phone with, with somebody else when they were trying to contact yeah. him for an investigation. But th- there was a reporter at his door when he blew his brains up. Yeah, O'Reilly's like, uh, listen, I've showed up to a lot of uh, Jewish people's homes. Every time I walk in, their heads are blown <laughs> off. I, I think uh, I think I did it. Uh, but yeah, DeMornschild, it's very confusing to me because looking over the stuff that Jake dug up, like 
you know, the guy is being accused by the American government of being a Nazi sympathizer, but then he's also right. clearly some sort of Marxist, and then Oswald was into Marxism, and then there's a joke photo that he took of Oswald where Oswald wrote on the back, Hunter of Fascists. So it's it, it's very confusing to me, like the like what the political spectrum looked like among that group of weird uh, people talking to each other. Yeah, I think the the most benign explanation for DeMorenschild is that he was basically a cad, that he was a kind of a quasi con artist. He, he was a guy who he tried marry. He was he was a big fan of marrying up, yeah, and and and, and wasting his in laws' money and <laughs> things like that. And uh, he was much more bullshit that. than actual results when it came to his oil speculations. And right, uh, the theory uh, and Stephen King talks about this in his novel about the Kennedy assassination is that he was basically just fucking with Oswald because he was this dorky earnest ideologue nerd mm. and Morin Schultz basically thought it was funny to wind him up. So basically you uh, have like a Rick Wilson kind of guy who really doesn't have <laughs> the upper uh, hand, but, but uh, he's constantly owning, owning somebody for, for fun. Yeah. I mean, cause I can imagine if I met Oswald that he would be the kind of person that if you were of a certain uh, aristocratic, cruel sensibility might be fun to mess with. Yeah. Because he was sort of the opposite of the Morrisville. The Morrisville doesn't seem to have any real ideology. He was a, a, a classic mid-century, uh, like a George Sanders character or something. <laughs> Just this this guy flighting about, smoking the cigarette the Nazi way, or with a with a cigarette holder, and and just being very fay and very mm. ironic and. Yeah. And not and, and and having a bemused smirk at all of the <laughs> ideologies uh, and passions of the age. Yeah. yeah that kind of thing. A guy like Oswald would be the opposite of him and the and someone he would have every desire to fuck with. Hell's or right. he was his CIA handler, who knows. So uh, are you you're telling us that DeMorn shall triggered Oswald so bad that he killed JFK? <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> If they were having these conversations and the Mornschild is messing with them and saying, so if you're really serious about this yeah, stuff, yeah. what are you going to do about it? Crazier things have happened. Yeah, that's actually not – that's not impossible. And it's funny too because in his CIA file, it mentions two times that like what a ladies like ladies man and like yes. schmoozer he is. He like, fucked a lot. It's almost as if the, the CIA agent writing up his thing is like kind of jealous of him. He's like, oh, he's very good with the ladies and like it was it was not unreciprocated. A virgin Lee Harvey Oswald and Chad. George the Morinshield situation. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Wow, that sheds like a whole new light on this. I think we just blew this shit wide open. Wide open. <laughs> well, uh, so, you know, people on the right love to talk about the deep state. Of course, QAnon is obsessed with it. If you had to define a uh, Matt version of the uh, of the deep state that's believable and has operated at least as long, like it needs to have some kind of, some kind of control over a period of time, what would it be? I'm honestly amazed that more lefties of the Oliver Stone generation aren't pissed at getting their shit stolen from QAnon because <laughs> yeah. all the shit they talk about with deep state that's just repackaged military industrial complex stuff yeah yeah like, there used to be a time when if somebody started talking to you about the about truman and the formation of the national security uh council they were a, they were a left winger but now it's probably some fucking psycho uh, mega person yeah, uh, because what they're talking about is a real thing, which is that the bureaucratic institutions of the the American state persist beyond the 
the influence of transient political figures who are only in office for relatively short periods of time and don't have the ability to burrow through the layers of self-protecting bureaucracy that maintain uh, the, 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 for the, that's why it's called this deeper structures of government. Yeah. And that means you're talking about the Pentagon, you're talking about the national security council, you're talking about all of the intelligence agencies that it's, that it uh, is an umbrella for, mm-hmm. and that they have a, a, an agenda and they have a geostrategic plan that is independent of the, the desires or campaign promises mm-hmm. of any political figure, and that they, when those two kings come into conflict, the resources and permanent bureaucratic fixtures of the deep state overcome the objections of the political class. Yeah. Like you could argue that's been a part of government since since the creation of modern states, but it's in the United States asserted itself most strongly post World War II with the creation of that national security state. Yeah, and if I had to put a face to any of this, it would be Hoover, who, you know, I think it was, what, four decades, multiple presidents, and, I mean, he certainly had an agenda of his own. Yeah, and speak- Yes, absolutely. Speaking of the uh, National Securities Act, when I was uh, when I was doing my my research, I was following a Q link that that takes you to like a coding for kids. It's like a coding for kids <laughs> website that's like hosted on like the dot gov or whatever. What? And it was like, can you believe that like these people use this as comms? And so I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm high. Like, I've got a couple minutes to fuck around. And I decoded this whole thing. It said it said. Harry Truman started the National Securities Act in 1970, whenever it was. Uh, it was just, just a, a fucking, like, fact. yeah, it was just like a dumb you fact. To drink your Ovaltine? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, you've put it all together. It's like epic bacon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, felt, I felt like such a rube. Um, so, okay, like, what do you make of the QAnon phenomenon? I, 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 you know, we, we've seen you kind of uh, make gen- gentle fun of it online. Uh, why is it gained traction, in your opinion, at this particular juncture of history? Well, there are the broader cultural reasons, and then there's the, the narrower, specific need that QAnon satisfies okay. amongst the more conspiratorial Trump supporters. So in a broad sense, the, the hyper speed of, of information and the, the fracture of the media landscape has created a situation where everyone is piecing together their own versions of reality yeah. out of a, just a bunch of shattered pieces of porcelain. And that is going to lend itself towards conspiratorial thinking just because there is no objective agreed upon reality that we can all work off of. And so that means we're going to just start improving basically. And because, and because we're in a, in a time where the actions of the state seem so um, remarkably alienated from the input of either voters or their representatives, that the idea that there is some unseen hand maneuvering things is very uh, persuasive. And, and because we don't have a language of class, we don't have a language of, of capital, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's, and we do instead have a collection of film and, te- and televised narratives that have comprised the majority of our media diet, that that disquiet and alienation and, and suspicion gets funneled into who, uh, these stories because they mm-hmm. give us the same sensations that we get from the films and television we watch. And because we don't know how to talk about things like concentrated capital and its deforming effect on 
the systems of government that we produce that we claim to be democratic. Uh, and, and specifically QAnon, the, uh, so before QAnon was Pizzagate, which right. took over the, the, the fringier parts of the, the Trump base even before the election. But then Trump won, and that created a crisis because Trump had been, in these people's minds, the antithesis of Pizzagate, the Avenger, the guy who was going to clean the Augean stables of pedophiles and, and psychopaths <laughs> and globalists. But then he won, and none of them went to jail. None of the pedophile rings were broken open. No children were led out of dank cages <laughs> in pizza restaurant. They just let and, into dank cages. <laughs> and that creates a crisis if you really believe this. Mm -hmm. Because how can Trump be the savior of America if he cannot also banish the deep state perverts who have done all these awful crimes? And so OQ came into that that moment that it resolved that contradiction by saying, oh, no, this is all happening just secretly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if I can show you the codes that are Trump's winking to you, the elect, because, of course, that's always a big part of conspiracy thinking, is that it makes you get to flatter yourself that you see things other people don't. Right. I mean, it really is like it's a Gnostic view of the world. Uh, and you've got this fake news media that's, and, and then the globalists who are sort of the demiurge preventing you from piercing the veil and seeing the real reality that Trump is trying to uh, break, uh, reveal to everyone. Mm. And that's, that allows you to think, oh yes, Trump is still the savior. He is daddy because this has all happened. All of the, these forces are marshalling behind closed doors. Either they've secretly already arrested people and given them uh, <laughs> trackers and stuff, which they seem to have gotten away from mm. to the new idea that, well, this is all going to culminate in one just day of reckoning when tanks roll down the street and the entire opposition is, is rolled up in one massive sweep. Either way, it allows you to say that Trump is, that Trump is the savior and the power and also that there is a deep state of reptiles uh pedophiles and have those things both be true at the same time mm, yeah right and like if if it doesn't happen it's it's only because like they got to him like it's the you know it's there's a built-in fail safe for like when not you know every time nothing happens yeah I think, I think well the the, dark, the crafty deep state they were able to kill george hw bush mm-hmm and then have his funeral to postpone D5 because, as we all know, you can't arrest anyone on the day the funeral is happening. That's no. against yeah. the law. I think they made him take a suicide. They were like, George, you've got to sacrifice yourself for yeah. the greater good. You know we traded that you would kill yourself uh, uh, anytime we asked you to <laughs> for being able to pinch any butt that comes near your wheelchair. <laughs> And he was like, I will take that. He's like, I'll take it. I'll take it. As long as I get to keep pinching Keister. <laughs> um, so the other thing that, that, that strikes me is like, Q, if you're thinking that there's all these invisible shadow hands controlling reality, which, let's be honest, for the average human being caught in this system, that is actually what's happening. There's a bunch of people. You Absolutely. can't really reach them. And But what, what you want, like, it's okay to live in a scary world, but you just need a hero. And Q is like... 
he is the deep state to the deep state, you know, like he is the guy on their side. And, and I think that that, that really also satisfies people a lot. Um, because otherwise they just have to deal with like the big faceless monolith that really doesn't care about them. Yeah. It's yeah. Like living in a mission impossible movie every fucking day of your life. Yeah. Which and, I'm... uh, Jacob background. I mean, we're finding that, and this is what's so frustrating to me about Pizzagate specifically, the, the component of that is that, the basic instinct, the idea behind Pizzagate, that elite wealthy people ritually abuse children as a bonding mechanism and as a, as a way to get blackmail and a way to initiate people into what it means to be a ruler. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. I think that's largely true. Yeah, uh, me too. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, obviously, is a hugely uh, valuable lesson in, in, in the truth of that. Yeah, right. Uh, and... We know that they're doing that, uh, and I think uh, Jacob Baccarat, uh, our, my friend who's on Twitter, uh, after the Miami Herald article came out revealing how the current Secretary of Labor was the one who helped give Epstein his incredible sweetheart deal where he didn't even have to stay the whole day in jail, and it was a, a year in a county lockup, and, right. and gave preemptive immunity to all of his unnamed co-conspirators. Uh. And then the guy was rewarded with a Secretary of Labor job. Uh, Jacob Baccarat, he said that the real fantasy of, of Pizzagate isn't even really the basement layers or any of that. It's that any of these people will ever face justice. Yeah, no, which that's... Which is the fantasy of Q. Spot on. That there's ever going to be a reckoning instead of one unified ruling class Yeah, yeah. that is never going to really reveal the truth about what they do or call anyone accountable to anything that they're all mutually... Uh, implicated it. Yeah, absolutely. And so, okay, so, you know, earlier in the episode, we do examine uh, that Jake believes fully that Vincent Fusca is JFK Jr. and is still alive. That's and, not and true. Is cute. He believes it fully. He'll put it on his grave, as we've always said. But who uh, who do you think, Matt, is behind the Q drops? I mean, someone someone is writing these because if it was an automatically generated uh, bot thing, it wouldn't have like two weeks of silence at crucial times. It would just kind of keep rolling. I- I could be persuaded otherwise, but I thought that that uh, I think it was an, an NBC News article, yeah, about Q that yeah. posited that it's those South African YouTube guys. Yeah, Baruch describe uh, pamphlet and on. Uh, we we do explore that in another episode. Yeah, that doesn't seem uh, too unlikely to me. I, I've heard also uh, Michael Flynn Jr., which I could 100% believe uh, at least was one of the Qs at some point. But who knows? I don't know if he knows how to use the chance. Yeah, he's stupid. Yeah. Uh, he, if he was Q, he would have accidentally posted a Q drop under his own name because he forgot. <laughs> the I mean, he's a dummy. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah we'll, his, we'll, yeah, go, his we'll tw- go with the weird nerds. His that, Twitter that bio is rife with uh, emojis and stars and flags. That's usually a, a good indicator. That's yes. A- so, uh, Matt, we recently saw D5 come and go, uh, you know, the supposed day where mass arrests or at the very least indictments would befall the deep state, specifically the Clintons, but also Obama, the Bushes, George Soros and Robert Mueller, among others. Uh, this would supposedly kick off what QAnon believers call the storm. Uh, obviously, nothing happened and they got dunked on relentlessly on Twitter. And actually, this has happened for the last, I don't know how long, basically periodically. Year, year yeah, and some change. They yeah. just do this once in a while. So now that they're saying, uh, you know, Bush Sr.'s funeral was used to delay the whole thing, like you mentioned, uh, and that D13 might be the real D, <laughs> which is my birthday. So I'm kind of excited about that. But but I also am wondering what D is going to be the right D, in your opinion. 
D's nuts. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, I have to say that I got so fucking frustrated with D5 because I, in the lead up to it, I went on Twitter and I said, and I used all the hashtags, and I know that these people obsessively click on the hashtag, so I knew they would see it. Of course. I said, anybody who really believes this, bet me money. Put money on the table that something will happen on D5 because I would bet any amount of money you want to put on. I would do it any way you want to do it to to assure that I wouldn't Welsh because it, that's free money. That's free money from the government because there's zero way anything was going to happen, and I knew that 100%. And, of course, none of these just wanted to bet because they're mostly – they really are full of shit. At the end of the day, they're just having fun. I mean, you, I'm sure you guys have talked about it. When when they get pressed during those interviews, when they're all waving their car, cut out cue signs in front of a, a Trump rally, they end up sort of falling back on it's it's fun. It's an enjoyable yeah uh, treasure hunt. Yeah, it's like yeah. And they don't really <laughs> they don't really think that anything is going to happen. Yeah, uh, because they couldn't get any of these motherfuckers to actually commit to 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 any money thing. Uh, and then a number of them were insisting that after DeFi came and went. No, it was never about mass arrests. Q never said that. Actually, it was about a congressional uh, committee hearing on the Clinton Foundation. Yes. Got postponed because of the funeral, uh, and that that was the original D5. Or also, someone pointed out to me that a uh, that somebody involved in one of the, pen the Panama Papers uh, money laundering banks was arrested uh, or indicted or something, and that bank, of course, is connected to the Clinton Foundation, which, yeah, I'm sure it was fucking gigantic nonprofit. I'm sure it's connected to a shit ton of banks. Yeah. for them, that, that was that was all it took. But I got one guy finally, and I got this one guy. I was hammering and bet me, bet me, bet me, and he wouldn't do it. <laughs> he would not. He wouldn't even. He was just. And these guys are. It's so frustrating because they're just so. They can't even parse english language half the time it's amazing <laughs> that they think that they've broken the code of the universe when a simple <laughs> english sentence will just go over their heads and they won't understand it finally got a guy he wouldn't bet money because he's a coward i finally got a guy to say if at the end of 2019 there haven't been significant arrests he one of us he would delete his twitter account and i would have to delete mine if there are uh it wasn't really an equal bet because he had like 3,000 followers and a <laughs> fucking ratio of followers to, to, to followed. But I still took it because I just wanted something on the thing. But he also insisted to me, he wasn't, he wouldn't bet on it, of course, but he made a hunch, hunch that by the end of February, I would have to delete my account. So I guess they're putting their, I guess they're basically, they're all, they're all committing now, the ones I've seen saying, well, it's got to be, 2019 because some statute goes into effect that is part of the buildup to the arrests and they can't do anything until this is in force so they they can't strike until the new year so that's a really that's a really broad you you've accepted a bet based on an entire year you're gonna have well, that's to all I, do. I i i want one of these motherfuckers to just put something down i have to give them anything they want in terms of the the parameters of the bet because otherwise they won't do it they won't do it and I, oh by february i'm gonna start shitting in his mouth every day on march 1st <laughs> so 
You'll have to wait till the end of 2019. So how are you going to protect uh, Hillary for an entire year from the truth, Matt? Don't you think that's going to be exhausting? <laughs> Ooh, I am worried. It's going to be tough. <laughs> but dude, like you, you nailed it. I mean, that's all these guys are willing to bet, and 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 you deleting your account in shame is the most that they could hope for. I mean, that's all they care about. They don't care about money or any of this. They want they want like uh, people to be owned and like to yeah. like feel shame and like you know like uh, skulk away from their social media presence like that that you did get the best thing that you could get he actually did say uh at one point my twitter account's more valuable than any money (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i'm betting i'm I'm not a coward i'm betting what really counts yeah me and my three thousand followers positive that even if if he's still online by the end of 2019 he will not delete well, he won't even be called QAnon by that point. He'll have switched his name to some new fucking insane thing, and yeah. he'll pretend you don't exist. Yeah, uh, I'm so- gonna make I'm gonna make fucking alts though. I'm gonna harass that person into oblivion <laughs> until they, they were wrong and delete their account. Now, uh, now you're confirming what the brochalists do, which is the praxis of pain and 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 just inflicting it. For on this guy, absolutely. I will I will do all the pain I can get my hands on. <laughs> So what do you think uh, the outcome of the broader QAnon conspiracy and social movement is going to be? Are we looking at a bang? And I don't mean that in terms of Hillary Clinton getting arrested. I mean that in terms of like some dude walking into a pizza place with a gun or, you know, what do you think? uh, What do you think this is all kind of spiraling around the drain towards? See, that's the interesting question, because we know that some of these guys get activated. Obviously, first you had the Pizzagate gun guy. Yep. Then, by the way, that's the only honorable believer in Pizzagate was that guy. Hell yeah. These guys honestly thought that there's a basement full of children being abused in a building that they knew the address of. Yep. And they just posted about it. (laughs) That's cowardice. That is absolute cowardice. That was the only guy who took it seriously. So props to him. And then there was a dude who jackknifed his car in front of the Hoover Dam. Oh, yeah. I remember that guy. released Released the report. Yeah. Uh, so we know that they could be activated, yep. but most of them are just posting boomers. So I think that they're probably just going to get into something else. XFL will debut and they'll do that deal where nobody's allowed to kneel and they'll yes. just get really into that. Yeah, I, I was telling uh, Jake, you know, because sometimes people tend to take this thing seriously, but I really think 90 to 95 percent of these people, for them, Q is just a thing they do between church and bridge. You know, absolutely. That's it, and then the and the rest of the ten are a mix of you know these kind of like hyper poisoned nerds and uh, legitimately um, mentally ill people. Yeah, it's and almost people like people who are trying to figure out their own way to make money off of it. Of course. Oh, of course. Yes, the, oh, yeah, the grifters. Sorry, oh, for, yeah, forgot them. Yeah, we do. We we talk about that in the uh, which we are not uh, part of. We're not obviously. We're not living. We don't have a Patreon, for example, that you should go to and, and pay some money. We're not making any money off the QAnon world in any way, direct or indirect. So we're fans of Chapo, obviously, over here at QAnon Anonymous. Uh, what's cooking in Chapo Land? Anything special happening in the near future, Matt? Uh, we're going to do more Twitch content. More, not not gaming, but uh, events, basically. Yeah. We're going to be doing uh, uh, maybe tabletop gaming or, or the Pickle Rick card game. I want to play that. Beautiful. Oh, dude, uh, that's awesome! Rick. Will you be allowed to to consume beer? Uh, well, just beer. 
<laughs> hard liquor is off the table, literally. You, you heard it here. Uh, nobody's going to be feeding Ambien to, to, to Matt next time. No. Uh, so and what about like you personally? I, I know Felix just released his 800-hour MMA documentary. Uh, yeah, that was impressive. He yeah, it's amazing. He got to work with Jordan Peterson on that. Um, and and you, what 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 uh personal projects are, are you up to? Uh, I don't have anything right now. I mean, I, the thing he was doing looked like a lot of work. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, I, we, we, I, I I actually do have a few projects, but they're it's that thing where it's they're still in the early stages of being proffered and shaped out. So I can't really talk about them. No problem at all. We'll keep that a mystery then. Matt's Twitter is at Kushbaum, uh, and you can find Chapo Trap House everywhere podcasts are distributed. They also have a Patreon. In fact, uh, at this point, I think you guys have founding shares of Patreon. Is, is that right, Matt? <laughs> we Not yet, but we'll get them. Somebody cut them in. Uh, isn't it Jack? Are they all called Jack? I think it's another Jack. Yeah, anybody who's Jack owns, owns some kind of, of tech uh, something. It's actually, there's just one Jack. And they're all broken off of the hive. <laughs> it, it's, it's, a, it's a mind being. <laughs> well, thank you so much for making the time and coming on the podcast. Uh, take care, Matt, and we will speak to you soon. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to another week of QAnon Anonymous. We have a mailbag segment. You can send any and all questions to QAnonAnonymous at gmail.com. We will answer them on the podcast without doxing you. Also, you can contact us uh, through the Discord if you want to send the, the questions that way as well. Uh, our Twitter is at QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on our podcast. We are supported by our listeners. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous. If you pay $5 a month, you'll get access to our premium episodes. Uh, we're currently recording two a month. And if we get to 500 on Patreon, we'll be recording four a month. So force Jake to become that good at doing stuff. Yeah, He wants it. He's ready. He's a hungry young man. Um, and in honor of uh, the Kennedys, uh, I'm going to thank our current supporters uh, in the voice of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, God. <laughs> Thanks to our current supporters. Oh, my Aaron God. T, Andrew F, Bullywith. Carl Z, Carson P, Chris M, Danny C, Drew M, Eric O, Harry D, <laughs> Henry L, Jared L, Jared M, John F, John S, Jonathan S, Josh R, Josh W, hey, Josiah D. All you Jewish people out there, stop signing up. Kaya B, Kelsey, Linda R, Luke B, Samuel C, Sierra H, Tim G, VLK, the Shitpost Podcast, and Dana, Danny, and Dominic. Guys, uh, if your name does not sound like it could come from the Old Testament, please sign up for our Patreon so you can balance this stuff out. Okay? Um, I'm surprised we don't have a Jebediah right now. Uh, if you can't afford to support us financially, you can always help by telling friends about us, uh, which some of you have been doing, which is awesome. Like, we, I, I see Twitter stuff. Uh, there was somebody who was like, I've been drinking wine and listening to this fancy podcast. My friend showed it to me, and she tagged her friend. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about, mm -hmm. friend. Hell yeah, friends. Do it. Everyone's a friend. Friend it up. Uh, so yeah, do that. Message boards, whatever. Go to iTunes. Give us five-star rating. It would be the same amount of fingers. We will be severing if you refuse to do this for us. <laughs> you, have, you have one week. <laughs> yeah. Jake, 
Thank you for cutting a hole in your shirt over each of your nipples so I can spray them with essential oils and keep them at attention. You're welcome. Uh, Travis, the curl in your hair makes unfurl my derriere. Okay, well, th- 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 that while we're recording, Julie. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, any any last words before we go, fellas? Uh, that was quite an episode, right? That that mad interview, right? Can't believe we got that guy, huh? It was, it was amazing. Pretty good. We a ha- legend. We're not recording this before we've oh, done the interview, so that we don't know what's in the interview. Fusca twenty twenty four. Yes. Fusca twenty twenty four. I just find it amazing that Matt came out as pro QAnon in that interview. <laughs> it surprised us all. Um, so you can write to him <laughs> and let him know that that's awesome. Uh, listener, until next. Next week, may the deep dish bless you and keep you. It's not a conspiracy. It's fact.